Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the EFL Fantasy Podcast. My name is Jamie. My name is Angus. And my name is Dan. And we are back for another episode. We are going to review Game Week 30. It was a short Game Week, only four games being played, just the eight teams. Um, The new boosts have dropped, so we're going to have a chat about them. And a quick look ahead to Game Week 31, which is midweek. To timestamp this podcast, we are recording Sunday night, um, so all the information is valid at this point. Um, let's get straight into it then, how we got on this week. Um, our podcast team, where all three of us basically contributing all the decisions on that, we scored 33 with a minus 4, so 29, not great, um, game week rank of 255. That as gives a red arrow down to 55. Um, Bogle vice captain 16, Egan 4, and I 3, Honeyman 6, and Vyman 4 as captain. Wasn't the worst week, but it wasn't the best. We could have done a bit better, couldn't we? Yeah, probably. Yeah, not, not having Billy Sharp um, and having Vyman as captain, but I think we did all agree on that one. Environment as captain, so we can't shift the volume onto anybody. Um, any of you two do any better than that? <laughs> Dan, do you want to go next? Yeah, I'm quite happy to discuss my score this week. Uh, I got 48. Um, I had Captain Vyman, Vice Captain Bogle for 16, Everson for 7, Colin for 3, Christie for 5, Honeyman for 6, and I had Sharp. Um, and that has given me a green arrow up to 292 so I'm finally above 300 and hopefully I won't go back below it That's I've been 10 weeks between 300 and 400 so hopefully I can continue rising Nice, good week to have a good score really when the average score is going to be pretty low so you've done well there Angus, what about yourself? Uh, so not quite as good, but um, we're still a green arrow. I had 40 minus 4, um, so I captained Jaden Bogle, nice. um, which got me 22 points, um, which when you bear in mind, after the minus 4, my whole team scored 40, kind of tells you all you need to know. Uh, Etheridge got me 4, Egan, who I brought in, got me 4, uh, and Jai 3, Christy got me 5, uh, Reese as vice-captain, a, a nice 1, given that he came off. In, in the 60th minute. Um, that was great. And I took a punt on going early on Marcus Fors, who only came off the bench for a one-pointer. So uh, feeling feeling pretty good about sort of how my team is set up, and I've, I've moved up to 91st overall now. So uh, hopefully heading in the right direction. Nice. A green arrow is a green arrow. Uh, a bit unfortunate on Fors, but I can see you thinking of why you've got him um, ahead of Game Week 32. So... Hopefully, you'll settle in by then and be banging your goals. Um, I had, I'm really happy with my week, to be fair. It was nothing major. Um, 43 minus 4, um, but I did only have four players. Um, I said to you two, I was just writing this week off. I wasn't going to take loads of hits. I did take one hit, but that was just to get Honeyman in, who returned six points, but I've got him now for game week 32. Um, Everson got me the clean sheet, um, seven points, and then the other two players were... Vice captain on Bogle for 16 and captain Billy Sharp for 14. So those two really did it for me. So I've got a green arrow for once. Um, I'm now 
277th. It doesn't feel like a green arrow because I've been around this area for absolutely ages, but like I said, a green's a green. So that's how we did this week. Shall we get into the results from Game Week 30? Yeah, let's do it. So, just the four games. Uh, Friday night kicked off, Birmingham 1, Sheffield United 2. Um, your thoughts on these two teams and from this game? Um, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought Birmingham did well, actually. I thought they they they, they battled well. Uh, the, the first half in particular wasn't great from either side. Um, it did sort of spring into life into the second half obviously you know there was the sort of two goals in space of four minutes or whatever it was and um i think everyone was a bit surprised given how like the um the expectations when birmingham went ahead um but i think that they were probably good value for the goal at that point um but you know sheffield united got the got the job done in the end really it wasn't sort of great from them but you know, you get the goal from Billy Sharp, and then you get a moment of quality from that man, Jaden Bogle. Um, might have to change the name of the pod soon, but uh, <laughs> yeah, very he, close to doing that, Angus. <laughs> he was at it again, and uh, yeah, um, a big a big win for them actually, particularly given that Birmingham made it so tough for them to actually get the win. You were um, impressed by Birmingham, weren't you, Dan? Yeah, I've been impressed. Uh, the last couple of games, they've both been on TV, and I know they sort of capitulated against Derby, but I think the fl- fluid motion of the front four of um, Taylor, Bakuna, Hernandez and Hogan, there's definitely enough creativity, pace and power. But also, Hogan and Taylor, they normally quite good finishers at this level. So, yeah, I'm... They're definitely a lot more attacking and probably could have options at some point during the season. Um, I think the so, yeah. problem with Birmingham is, is they don't double in yeah. 32, 36 or 40. So I think that's where a lot of people yeah. are going to be taking their attention to to bringing in players who have the doubles, which is a shame because I agree with both of you. I thought first off, I did find myself on my phone a lot. It was quite boring. Um, second half it got a lot better um, from a Sheffield United point of view obviously we know Morgan Gibbs-White's back in training now so how quickly he comes into the team we don't really know they may, they may ease him in but he's definitely one to keep an eye on ahead of game week 32 for their double uh, but Ndai he played well I thought he, he looks really lively doesn't he um, Billy Sharp's banging form at the moment and Jaden Bogle's just um, on another planet at the moment isn't he yeah, so with uh, Sharp, I, I don't think he's ever going to haul like two or three goals, but I think he might tick over. I brought him in a couple of weeks ago and he's got two goals in two games. Um, bit annoyed with myself not putting the captain or vice. I went fireman just because I, I thought there would be goals in that and there was four, but um, obviously three for Blackpool. Um, yeah, I... They played at NDI up front. I I felt in the first half that Sheffield United were a bit too defensive and I, I was surprised they didn't put McGoldrick up front and NDI in, in the 10. Um, but the issue with NDI is, like, who's going to cut... Is he going to come out when Morgan Gibbs-White comes back in? I'm not sure. 
what's your plan with Bill Shocks? I agree with you because I've I went Brewster, gambled on him, didn't I? And then I went sideways to Sharp this week, and I do agree he's not likely going to haul. But then they've got the doubles in the 32, 36 and 40. So is it one of them now? He's probably going to sit in your team now, take one of them spots and you just bring in players around him. Is that your plan? Yeah, so I, I think I'm going to probably work towards the treble up. I know a lot of people probably do have the treble up. Um, I think Egan would have been my other, sh- uh, other player. Um, but now I've, I haven't pulled the trigger on that one. I might wait and see if we get any more information about Morgan Gibbs White because he he's their best player if he's if he's fit. Although Bogle's putting mm-hmm. himself forward. <laughs> <laughs> Angus, um, how many do you earn from Sheffield United? I've got three. So, are you on the um, defensive double up? So, I bought Egan this week to go along with Bogle, and I have Ndiaye. Okay. Um, What's your plan to stick with them three, or would you be moving one of them out to get Morgan Gibbs White? And what's your plan? Uh, so I have in in my mind, depending on what we see, to potentially go from NGI to Gibbs White in thirty two. Ah, okay. So you just go sideways. Yeah, I think that's the right thing to do. I nearly bought Ian Egan in this week, but I thought I'm just on the double up at the moment. I'm just going to wait for Gibbs White in thirty two. If he doesn't look likely that he'll play, then I'm going to have to make a decision. But ideally, fingers crossed, he plays in 31 and then hopefully fit for 32. Um, Just a quick quick question, Angus. Uh, me and Jamie have Sharp. Are you happy to not have Sharp? or? Yeah. Um, I think he's a good option, but like it, it's one of those where I wouldn't be sort of disappointed if I had him. But I'm not sort of disappointed not yeah. to have him. I think he, like you say, because he's unlikely to haul, he's right in that in between zone. Yeah, I agree because I think if Gibbs White wasn't injured, I wouldn't have Billy Sharp in my team. I'd well, you wouldn't. You'd you'd have had Brewster. I actually like the Brewster pick as well. Yeah, he looked lively, didn't he? Um, and then, well, twenty minutes and people in the game before, but ah, it says what it is. Next game, Blackpool three, Bristol City one. Um, where do you start Blackpool? I saw something the other day. They've only been on Sky once, and I was actually thinking one day last week. I haven't seen much of Blackpool live. Um, I, I think the only time I've seen them is the Stoke game. Um, Blackpool I think, and Stoke. I think they were on TV against QPR. I, I think that's the only that. Yeah, that was the one. Was it? That was that. That was the um, the Luke uh, Luke and Stoke game. Yeah. Ah, okay. So that's why you didn't see it, yeah. I think. Ah, and I just saw it on the red button with no replays, but we won't get into uh, my thoughts on that. Um, you thought, we'll start with Blackpool, because obviously they won. Good result at home. They've gone under the radar, aren't they? As in, you know, we've seen Peterborough struggling, Hull was struggling for a very long time, and obviously before this weekend's defeat, they were going on a little run. But Blackpool have just gone steadily about the business, haven't they? And Bow was looking really, really good. Took his goal really well. Yeah, I mean we've we've talked about Bowler. I I did consider him at one point, and then I like that it just didn't work for me in terms of the players I have and the games to come and everything. But I, I still think he's he's a decent option. It's just the it doesn't really fit in ideally. I think with the the doubles schedule um, is is the problem with him. I also think a big thing for them um, 
has been uh, since uh, CJ Hamilton came into the team. Um, he was injured for a lot of the first part of the season. And I think that the key there, particularly when they lost Keshi Anderson, I think it that sort of um, caused them to fall away a little bit. And ha- just having someone on that other side from Bola has made a big difference to them. Um, and uh, so I think I think he's been key, and obviously he got a goal, but Bola's still the main man, obviously. Yeah, it's a shame because they don't double in 32 and 36, but they do in 40, don't they? So they've got yeah. Forrest at home pressing away. So he might become interesting, let's say, um, by the time that comes around. Um, Dan, your thoughts on Blackpool? I find this really interesting listening to you because... Like I said, I haven't seen a lot of them, so I feel like I don't know a lot about them myself. So I'm sure maybe some of the listeners feel the same as well. Yeah, um, Blackpool have gone a bit under the radar. Um, obviously, the main players, uh, Bowler. I think I think the main problem is they keep rotating the the strikers. So it is. I'm not saying we would choose them, but they're not really getting a a set uh, front two. Uh, they normally play four four two, but they they can switch formations. Uh, so they're really interesting. But that bowler in the last five games got two goals and two assists, and now he does quite well with bonus because he's very good at dribbling. Um, yeah, so I, w- I wouldn't um, I wouldn't be surprised if people went for bowler. But as you said, with the double schedule, it's probably one for a bit later on. Yeah, and Bristol City then. Um, we all recommended a Bristol City player, and we all yeah. went for the three forwards, and it was Naki Wells who went and scored. So that's just typical, isn't it? Um, they haven't got any doubles um, that I can see off in front of me now. So people were Vyman um, and other players that they've had through the budget bus. So would you be recommending to let them go now, or do you still think? the good options and this is just a typical Bristol City performance away from home uh, well I think uh, they play Reading this week so mm. I will be keeping Vyman for that game and then he, he's definitely one that will probably go uh, as we discussed in the other last week's podcast probably keep Mitrovic and then rotate the other strikers uh, I'll probably keep Sharp as well just because he's got all the doubles so probably that third striker spot probably rotate that for any number of players throughout the rest of the season. I think that Reading games really falls perfectly for you, doesn't it? Because you can yeah. have him. You'd expect a return against Reading, because no disrespect to Reading, but they're pretty terrible at the moment. Um, and then you can transfer him out for someone who doubles in 32, so that works well for you. Um, Angus, your thoughts on Bristol City? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we know they're good for conceding, uh, <laughs> that goes without saying. Um, yeah, I mean, this this went really badly for them. I think, um, you know, it probably didn't help that we've sort of collectively overlooked Blackpool. So we were looking at it. Oh, yeah, Bristol City play. Oh, yeah, Bristol City play. This is great. Without actually sort of thinking about the game itself. Yeah. Um, like you say, I think... Reading coming up in 31 is sort of ideal, particularly if you if there's then other moves you want to make, you don't have to worry about that for another week. Um, Swansea isn't necessarily the, the toughest game, but it's not the easiest game either. Then they play Borough, then they play Coventry, so it's not a great run. Um, so I'd probably, if you're on one of the forwards, 
like it's not urgent but i would probably be giving it one more week and then selling yeah i think yeah like we said it falls perfectly doesn't it for them um next game then hull nil preston one um your thoughts on this game yeah, um, it was just a lineup, really. Obviously, we all thought Hull had a good uh, final transfer uh, deadline day. Um, the two strikers didn't start, and they kept with uh, Lewis Potter and Eves up front. Um, also, no Baxter in goal, which was a bit surprised. I don't know if that was injury or illness. Do we know anything about that, Angus? Uh, I haven't. There was no mention of it before, and I haven't looked up since. To be honest, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, I just thought it was a bit of a surprise because yeah. with him in the team, they he's one of the reasons why they've, they've started winning games. Um, I think it was quite an even game, but I think Preston just had the better chances and uh, and scored. Uh, great finish by Archer um, on loan from, from Preston. Um, from Aston Villa. Oh yeah, sorry. It's because I, I was reading my notes and it said Preston. Um, also, no Earl and Johnson. They were both on the bench, so we already had a limited squad, and then a few more players didn't turn up. But I think Johnson will be back in the next game. It's just with the Jamaican away on international duty. Uh, I don't know what you thought, guys. Um, just before Angus goes on that, um, obviously the doubles coming up, Hull do have a double in 32. It is Fulham at home and Sheffield United away, so it's not the best, and I have just brought a player in for it, so that sounds weird. But from what I'm looking at, Preston just have one in game week 40, so Daniel Johnson, I mean, I was impressed with him against Stoke, and I was quite excited to buy him, especially with um, the doubles and stuff. With them not having a double until 40, would you be on the chopping block for you? Because I think I'm going to get red. Uh, not for me, but no. that's because I look at the fact that they play Peterborough in 32 and Reading in 33. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I know I want to sort of load up with doublets, but you know, if I end up with sort of needing a couple of single game week players, because um, we'll talk about our teams later, but I'm quite well set up for the double. But I, you know, in terms of single game week players, I look at sort of Johnson against Peterborough and think, yeah, I'd, I'd be quite happy including him there. Do you agree with Angus, Dan? Yeah, I think um, it depends what play you have. Earl looks a bit like a liability at the minute, uh, whereas Johnson, um, I think he's only missed games because, because of Jamaica. So he, he has been their main player, so I'd expect him to come back into the side. So you advise me to be... To keep him then, um, yes, and get rid of Earl. Well, <laughs> we're obviously going to. Oh, I'd have um, Everson and Johnson, my two Preston players. But looking at thirty-two, we'll talk about our plans yeah. for our boost later on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Swansea one, Blackburn nil. So everything we get in the goal, um, decent status to be fair. Good cross. Um, Disappointing for Blackburn. Brenton Diaz obviously started on the bench. We knew that may happen with him um, and being in South America. But we'll start with Swansea as the one. What were your thoughts on Swansea? I mean, the headline news was uh, Jamie Patterson straight back in the team. Um, this is where paying attention to what I give you in terms of the team news helps. In that I said I did sort of tell people he was back in back in training and could be involved. 
Um, Martin's been positive about him the whole time. He he sort of said, look, there's there's been other stuff going on. He's you know he's been poorly advised. He he seemed to bear no ill will towards Patterson. The players seem to bear no ill will towards Patterson. Um, and I mean, it helps that he came in and got an assist early. Yeah. But the fans were were behind him. Sort of the, there was no sort of real malice towards him, which I, th- I think helped. And I think I saw an interview with him saying that it helped him that the fans sort of got behind him and were like, right, okay, this is gone. Like, let's let's get on with this now. Um, so I think I think it was. That was positive. Obviously, the fact that they also then started with Obafemi and Piero in addition to Patterson. Um, when I saw it, I thought, "Oh, you know, statement of intent there." Um, you know, with more, with a, a a more aggressive sort of system, it felt with sort of Ncham in midfield and sort of Wolf playing as one of the wing backs. It was like, okay, they're they're going to sort of take the game to them a bit more. Um, it didn't. White pan out that way. Um, I think, particularly because they took <laughs> took the lead uh, relatively early. I think that affected things a little bit. Um, and obviously, then for, in gaffer terms afterwards, the the big news for people was uh, Ryan Manning getting himself sent off. That <laughs> like second yellow. I can see why, but it's a bit harsh for me. He's got yeah, his eyes are on the ball, aren't they? He, he, He's yeah, although it should where. be said, intent isn't actually in the laws. Well, yes. Um, this this is one of the conversations that I end up having quite a lot. Uh, intent isn't actually in the laws. So, um, yeah. It's a by, by rule then, isn't it? <laughs> That's how I um, But, like, it's probably a bit harsh, but it's also like, you know, when you're on a yellow card, you, you run that risk almost. Like, yeah. Um, it's a shame. Uh, with Swansea, though, they've got no double in 32. Then 36 and 40, they do. I know 36 and 40 are the biggest ones where people are going to be planning their big boosts. Swansea players appeal to you? Because I know we were having a conversation in our WhatsApp group the other day, and I was like, mm, I don't really want to bring any Swansea players in, but Patterson would interest me. I'm not saying I'd bring him in but I think he'd be the only one I'd be interested in right now. Is there anyone on your radars? I've got Christie, and... Yeah, I've got Christie as well. I think my plan is to keep him. Um, I have no I have no need to get rid of him. If I decide, like, someone has a better double or something fits better in with my plans, then I'll replace him. But I'm happy to sort of hold him through. I, do you feel the same, Dan? Uh, probably, yeah. J- just... Just because we know Christie at Forest, he does get forward quite a bit, um, and it, I know he got booked yesterday. It'd been in, would have been interesting to see the bonus if he didn't get booked, because he normally does quite well with bonus through key passes and dribbles. So I had uh, been looking just as a reference that yeah. I'd been looking not long before, and I think he was on for two bonus yeah. before the booking. So yeah, yeah, he, he does quite well. He's one of these fullbacks that does really well with with bonus so yeah I'll probably keep him whether I play him a lot until the doubles is another thing but I think there might be other players you, you'll want to rotate I didn't even realise you both had him that's how much attention I pay uh, how much is it? 
because he was a lot last year. Questions now. He was a lot last year. Once when he was at um, Forest, because I remember I finally got him in like later parts of the season last year. Oh god, yeah, and it and it went horribly. Yes, it did. Yeah, bad memories there. He's five point nine, but obviously he was priced on his last season form, and he was in the game at um, Fulham. So obviously they priced him quite highly, but yeah. Um, anyone else on Swansea before we talk about Blackburn? No, I don't think so. No? Okay, Blackburn then, obviously disappointing results. Um, is this a little bump on the road to promotion or is this the reality? This is what Blackburn are. I say that just because I've got this vendetta against them and I don't know why. I <laughs> um, Probably jealousy that they're actually doing yeah. well. I think that's what it is. Probably a bit of both. <laughs> um... And obviously the 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 attack still was a, a little bit sort of affected again. Uh Brereton Diaz wasn't back in. I think Kadra only made the bench. Obviously Gallagher was ruled out. Um so playing sort of this this front three of um Giles and Hedges either side of Buckley, um, I think that didn't help matters. Um but with some of the chances I also think just on another day, they get something from that game. Like the game goes exactly the same, and they get something from it. Um, but you know, they'll be a little bit concerned that you take a couple of players out of the team. Like I mean, we've talked about Brereton Diaz and Kadra. Like Rothwell did come back in in this game, but you know, you take two or three players out of this team, and it falls. It, it almost falls apart. Um, I think it's been a little bit of an underperformance, um, and like I say, on another day that game goes another way. But you know they've they've dropped points again, so that would be a concern for them. Dan, yeah, pretty much what Angus said. Uh, Lenahan had two great chances. Uh, what was key was uh, Giles crossing. How good was his crosses in this game? Um, we saw it at Cardiff in a rubbish side. Um, if he's got those attacking options when Brereton Diaz is back in, he's going to score loads. Um, 5.1 playing left wing back. I know he's a midfielder, but that, that's a bargain still. What Blackburn assets are you two currently on at the moment? I'm on Nothing. none. Nothing. Is that where how you'll stay, you think? Because obviously they don't have the doubles or Giles being that cheap. He could be an enabler as one of your single game week players. At, at the minute, I'm just planning for for players who have doubles at yeah. the minute. Okay, fair enough. Um, and then that concludes um, the weekend's games. So we'll just have a quick look at boosts now. Um, just before we do go over, um, what were your initial thoughts when we finally found out on Friday night? <laughs> I was refreshing um, that I guess bet- Yeah, I guess between us... Like in our conversations, I think the um, it was sort of me and Dan had predicted most of them between us, yeah. so it was almost just sort of like it wasn't really even surprised. Like I, I think I think it's a decent set of boosts. I think it's it's interesting um, in terms of the 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 different ways people can go, but I don't think I think we'd we'd sort of predicted what the boosts were going to end up being. I found it interesting because 
we have got um, a gaffer group chat, um, not the one that's just us three in, but there's about 50-odd people in there now, oh, isn't there? Um, a lot of the top 10 in the world are in there and stuff, and they were talking about their strategies, and there's quite a few different ones, which I like that, because we're not all doing the same thing. So I thought they were interesting, but just for um, the listeners and the viewers now, we'll just briefly go over what they are. Um we can't exactly tell you what to do because some of them are team dependent. But Joel from Guys on Gaffer, um, you should know Joel. He came second last year. He has released um, a YouTube video today. Um, I haven't watched it yet. Um, I am planning on doing that before Tuesday, so probably tomorrow. Um, so go over it and give that a view. He did do a detailed video last time. A um, bit more research into it, into it, so on statistics and stuff like that I don't know how he does it because I struggle pick which ones I'm gonna, like, I what actually like so yeah go over to Joel for that but we'll just briefly go over them now what they are so the first one's goal fest so basically gives you an additional five points um, for each goal scored doesn't it yeah um, captain multipliers do not apply to the five point bonus so if I'm right if I remember from when we had it last time you get your captain points but they don't get the captain points on the goals. Yes, you still get your regular captains and vice captains. Yeah. And then even if your captain or vice captain scores a goal, you only get an extra five. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the easiest way of doing that. Um, that's one I like. It was one I said I wanted before they come out because I feel in one of the doubles that could be a really effective... Uh, boost. Are you watching the African Cup of Nations here, Angus? I am. That's so why I'm I, I trying to just not look to the side. <laughs> For the listeners and the viewers, it is um, the African Cup of Nations final. They're in a penalty shootout at the moment. I don't even know what the score is. I've just seen someone miss again. Egypt uh, have just missed. I think that's two misses for Egypt, one for Senegal. Yeah, so yeah, sorry sorry about that. I, I was getting distracted. It's <laughs> yeah. right in front of me there. Um, so yeah, Goldfest is definitely one I am going to be using. I have penciled it in for 40 at the moment because I feel with that being the biggest double game week obviously more probability of goals so that's where I'm at at the moment um, Are you happy with Goldfest Dan? Yeah well, like Angus said we pretty much uh, guessed most of them um, it was just really apart from what were they going to the, the last two because I thought they were going to have overhaul and, and underhaul yeah. Um, they hadn't used home advantage or midfield dynamos, so it was just how kind were they going to be for the other two? And I think they made the right decision. Haven't gone something like crazy like away days or anything like that, but they they've gone for a couple of the fun ones. I think everyone loves jeepers keepers yeah. and um, and goal fest. You you want to score points from scoring goals, so I think they made the right decision. Yeah, me too. Um, Senegal have just won the African Cup of Nations. Marnie put his penalty yeah. away this time. Uh, Sa- Salah didn't take a penalty because he wanted he the headlines. Fifth- yeah, yeah, he was fifth taker, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Always- Best players should always take four. Four. I say three. Go third. Four. Four or one. Yeah. You yeah, either want to get off to a good yeah. start or have them sort of... I'd have them there at three. Um, right, back on to Gaffer and the boost. Um, We've only discussed one boost so far. <laughs> the next one I've got down is Home Advantage. So this is one and a half multiplier applied to players and home fixtures. 
I'm really glad they've gone this instead of away days because I could not be dealing with fucking my team over again to build a team for away days, which would everyone would have probably done 40, uh, maybe. I don't really know how the fixtures are foul. Um, but one and a half, is this boost that good? Or I, I don't really know. It's a... See, for me, I'm I'm definitely going to play Goldfest and Jeepers Keepers, and I'm, I'm really unsure whether I'm I'm gonna go home advantage or midfield dynamos just because it's a lot of planning for home advantage yeah. and the gate that there's not many teams on the doubles that have two home games. Um the best one is thirty six where Sheffield United have two home games and so does Swansea. Um so if I if I play it, I'll probably play it then. But I'm not a hundred percent sure I'll play that then. Yeah. What are your thoughts on home advantage, Angus? Do you think it's um, a big chip or one of them that could just go for well, you? I maybe? think if it falls right, it can be quite good. And thirty six is obviously one that sort of speaks to that that one. But I think it that's one of those where. I wouldn't plan towards it personally, but like I mean, I know it. some people have talked about it with thirty-one, but it might appeal to me if my team fell right. Well, funny you say that, Angus, because <laughs> with one transfer, I can get eleven home players out uh, for game week thirty-one. So my question is, do you think it's worthwhile using it in thirty-one with it only being a single game week? And I'm definitely going to use cheapest keepers and goldfests. Um, do you think I'd be throwing a boost away here? Because um, if I don't use it here, I don't think I'll use this at all. I might end up going midfield downwards or if I proper fuck my team in overall. <laughs> well, surely you'd underhaul, wouldn't you? Yeah, for one week. Um, or if I was building, maybe overall to build to game week 40. Something yeah. Something like that. Um, if I, knowing me... Hadn't planned long enough and ended up in a mess in like game week 37 or something like that. I could overall into something for game week 40, but um, I am trying my best not to use overall. But you know what I'm like, I'm surprised I haven't activated it yet. I, I think it is really interesting because, like, how much how many hits are you going to take to get to home advantage whereas you might you won't have to take a hit well, did you say or maybe yeah, one one free transfer yeah and if not many teams are doubling anyway in these given weeks it might just be worth playing it and then you can focus on your other two boosts like you you don't need to plan for it it's fallen for you yeah it's just I've just got way up if I think one of the other boosts could be more effective than this one I think but I know Rob Pick he mentioned he could take a hit to get to a home advantage in 31 I think Frenchy could do it and I think a lot of people will be in a position where they could get a lot of players out this week but there's also it is just a single game week and people want to use the boost in doubles don't they so we'll see um, I'll have to sit down and actually plan properly um, next one cheapest keepers uh, we all love this boost so uh, both keeper scores are counted and the bonus points are two points per clean sheet in, our, in each half. So that's an additional two points, by the way. Um, three point, an additional three points per save and an additional ten points per penalty saved. So I remember the last, 
last year some people had some monster scores I know I had a good week and I know a lot of other people had really good weeks this is a must use boost in this last three isn't it especially in a double I mean I know people had it I know some people had it on Johansson when Rotherham had the triple yes <laughs> but Johansson and Dianga think wants it something like that yeah um, but yeah I mean I think in a double game week the, the potential for it is massive. I saw somebody in the chat, I swear I'd say they, they were going to use this and I was thinking, you mad bastards, you're going to regret that. <laughs> you will regret not using that. I, I think I think what's so good about this uh, boost is the fact that it doesn't take a lot to prepare. Yeah. You, t- you can take a minus four, minus eight if you want another transfer and you can just, you're there. You, you are going to get a big score from it, aren't you? Because um, well, once it's, it's two points per uh, two points for clean sheet anyway, isn't it, for each half? Yeah. So four. So there's already eight from that from one game. So potentially sixteen. Double that for the second keeper. There's thirty-two points already. I know that's if they keep the clean sheets. But then it's the saves. That's what I built my boost on last year. I didn't care about the clean sheets. That was just an extra bonus. It was the saves. If you can find a keeper who's averaging three saves a game which Johansson was at Rotherham, Dieng was doing that at QPR as well, you're in points, aren't you? So um, I'm 100% using this, and I definitely advise everybody else to do that. If you're not, fair play, your bollocks are bigger than mine. Um, Next one is midfield in Dynamos. So this is times two multiplier added to the midfielders. So no captain multipliers added for any player or position. So I'm not quite sure if I like this one yet. Um, what are your thoughts on it? I think it's it's better this year with the uh, addition of an assist point and the clean sheet. It's it's not it's not probably in the top tier. Like it's not as good as Goldfess or or Jeepers Keepers, but I think it it is an option. Um, I don't know what you think, Angus. Um, it doesn't jump out to me as being good. Yeah. Um, I will caveat everything I say on these boosts with, um, I am prepared to stand corrected if Joel tells me I'm wrong. So, uh, uh, if he disagrees, go with him, go with him over me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm interested to see his numbers and stuff for this one because yeah, I because think... like mid- midfield dynamos doesn't doesn't jump out to me. Um, I understand the value of it. Like you know, if you get a double with let's say you know Harry Wilson, Brennan Johnson, Chris Willock, like let's say Swift and someone else, and you get all of those five doubled, yeah. I can see the value in that. Um, it's just working out how it sort of whether that value is actually there. I would have said it would be between this and home advantage that a lot of people will be debating as their third one. But then the best thing about think... having the budget buster is a lot of people are going to be thinking overall or underall because they're in yeah, a bit of a mess. So. so it is going to vary quite a lot what people do with their strategies. And, yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, were you going to say something else then, Dan, before I interrupt you? Just basically what you said, I think... People might not plan as much as some some players will, and they'll get to these double game weeks and they'll just underhaul. I think. Yeah. So I, I, 
I think a lot of people will use the underhaul. So that brings us on to the last two boosts of the set that you can choose from. Overall, which is Gaffer's version of a wild card, and um, we have one every time. I use it all the time, and I'm really trying not to this time. It says what well, it's just a wild card. You can change your whole team. So if you're in a bit of a mess right now, it, this could get you out of it. And the other one, which is new, is Underhaul, which is basically a free hit. FPL, Gaffer's version of a free hit. So you can change your whole team for one week only. It then reverts back to what it was before. And like you were saying, Dan, this could be used by a lot of people because they're in a bit of a mess and they want to get as many plays out as possible in the double game week and they might not yeah. be able to with their initial team. Yeah, I think a lot of people will get to 36 or 40 and they'll, they'll panic and they might not have 11 doublers and then they can hit it which I can understand and I haven't ruled it out either but this screams they should have called it Jamie Roberts boosts because that yeah. just screams me all over doesn't it <laughs> I didn't want to say it Jamie but we're all thinking it <laughs> no I, I wouldn't be offended honestly it's fine I know that, that may happen it really may happen but yeah um, Angus your thoughts on it quickly um I mean, I've I've said before, I try and avoid using overhaul. I think, including last year, we've had five sets of boosts. I've used it once, um, and even then, I didn't really want to use it. Um, underhaul, I get. Um, you know, there there might be a time where you're looking at your your team, and actually, not literally, but the double might actually be inconvenient in terms of the runs your 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 players have. The, the double might sort of sit better for other teams or other teams like let's say you decided you wanted to go with someone from Peterborough for whatever reason um, you know I, I'd have questions but let's <laughs> yeah. say you wanted to, to go with someone from Peterborough but you don't want them the rest of the time I I can understand that sort of thinking behind it but um, it probably won't be for me. No it's, it's that emergency because you know we could plan for it from now for game week 40 and the players we bring in get injured or all of a sudden they're out of form you know how form can quickly turn around in this league look at Hull for example and then all of a sudden we're looking at game week 40 and we've got a team full of out of form players and stuff like that I think it can just sit there as an emergency and then a last resort kind of thing but that will cover the boost then so what we'll do then before we look ahead to game week 31 we do have a few questions so we'll go through them now and then look at 31. So, first question is from John Jaco. This question is not as good as last week. It's not food related, but we'll let him off. Um, out of the teams in the playoffs in League One, would you like to see an Oxford or MK Dons come up for a change? Um, and is there any benefit of tracking the teams at the top of the League One now for next season in Gaffer? Um, Dan, I'm going to come to you for that one because I know you... Um, You've got a slight interest in the lower leagues, following Luton around. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I think um, I think what's good about Gaffer compared to FBL is every year you get six new teams, whether they're coming down from the Premier League or up from League One. And I think um, if you look at the three that went down last year, Rotherham, um, Wickham, and Sheffield Wednesday, we we could all. They could theoretically all come back up, but it, it's very unlikely. And there's teams like Wigan, uh, Sunderland, MK Dons, Oxford, um, Plymouth. Uh, 
um, there's a lot of interesting teams that could come up. Um, Rotherham are in a good position. Um, their squad hasn't changed drastically. And I know a lot of people think that Rotherham would have stayed up without that crazy run they had. So one year Rotherham are going to come up and stay up. It's just, <laughs> will it be this the next year? Um, it, it doesn't bother me who comes up. I'll, I'll adapt. And I think in Gaffer, you're a lot more likely to pick some of the worst Worst uh, pick from the worst teams with the, is the amount of boosts we have. So, yeah, Ox, Oxford are an interesting, and MK are interesting because their style of play are quite attacking. But we thought that about Peterborough, and that they've not done as as well as we thought they would do. Well, I'm going to answer this question with a question for you, Dan. Actually, um, in terms of seeing teams come up, I just want to see teams come up. Um, where I haven't been the ground so I can go to new grounds and stuff but from a gaffer point of view I said I was going to watch a lot more League One this year like follow it more I haven't done that at all I haven't watched any um, but do you think the step up is maybe too high for some teams because you know pre-season we'll talk about Peterborough and we were most excited about them in terms of gaffer points um, you know they scored a lot of goals same with Hull really as well Um and we weren't really interested in Blackpool assets. But do you think the step-up's a bit too much compared to like the Championship to Premier League, or am I way out here? It, it, it is a big step-up, and I think you see that a lot of clubs do come, go back down. Because um... I look at Rotherham now, and when I listen to Not The 20 Pod, you know, they talk about Rotherham like the prime Barcelona like, yeah, you know they're a really good League One side, but when they come up to the Championship, they're known to struggle. Similar yeah. to Peterborough a few years ago. There is a there is a difference. It's the wages that are the problem, and and Luton sort of you have to you have to the way you recruit has to be very clever to stay in this league. For example, the average wage is probably over ten thousand in the Championship, but Luton don't offer that. So you. You either get left with old players who are not good enough for the championship but have championship name, or you have to do well with recruitment from the lower leagues. Now we just we we scraped up, and then you gradually build up. But the the problem is there's some big teams in League One who can offer more than Luton offer. Yeah. So you've got Sunderland, Portsmouth, Wigan. They're probably offering 10 grand a week on some players. So we, Luton, Luton find that you're, we're sort of in this weird space where we can't offer championship wages, but there's teams in League One who can offer more than you as well. So you, ha- you just have to be very clever with recruitment. Okay, I think you've answered that question. Um, next question, FPL frustration. I'm going to come to you for this one, Angus. Um, are all the p- postponed games rearranged yet? If not, how many are still to be arranged? Planning the chips for the double game week seems the obvious strategy. Thanks. Um, well, I'll step in for you, your usual correction, because you haven't done it this time. It's boosts, not chips. Yes, yes, um, thank you, Angus. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think there's two games left to be rearranged. I think it's two. Um, there's two Barnsley games. Do you know when they are um, likely to come in to 
like what game weeks are they likely to go on or not no off the top of my head no um i've only just sort of got my head around what's been rearranged and what hasn't um but i i'm not sure sort of when they when they have doubles barnsley um I, I can't remember off the top of my head who they're due to be rearranged against, so I don't Stoke. know if they could go into like 36. Stokes, one Stoke's of them. definitely one of them, yeah. Yeah. Because the second, um, the rearranged one got postponed again, didn't it? So, um, yeah. Stoke double in 40, so I don't know if 36 is an option, but let's be honest, it's Barnsley. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's Barnsley, so. Yeah, but I mean, we are talking about Jeepers Keepers. I mean, Brad Collins, another Jeepers Keepers hero. Yeah, um, good point, Angus. Good point, actually. Um, but Same yeah, points. so there's they, they've got two games to be rearranged. Otherwise, everything's gone back in. Yeah. And Cardiff getting knocked out today, there was a danger of their game week 35 double being postponed. That's now gone. So it's just the two games left to be there, rearranged. There is um, one fixture. Though, um, because oh, yeah. the uh, Forest against Huddersfield, I can't remember what game week it is. Thirty-nine. Uh, thirty-nine. That whoever gets through that match will be cancelled in game week thirty-nine. So Forest or Huddersfield. In thirty-nine, so Far East are due to play Fulham away. Huddersfield have got Bournemouth at home, so. Well, well, that's it. That's quite important then. It is. If that game gets put. Rearrange later on in the season. So then, yeah, yeah Fulham important. or Bournemouth could potentially have another double. Have double. Even Forest, you know, and Oldfield, yeah. uh, they're doing well this year. Um, this question, I'm going to ask it for myself because um, it's not really an answer anyway. Um, FF Joel, which boost should I play in which week? Thanks, mate. Uh, best answer I can give you is just watch your video back in. I'm sure you'll find out. And then Alfred Marshall, the cheeky little cunt, put when Messi asked someone out to play football. <laughs> I did find that quite funny. I probably should have been offended, but I did find that quite amusing, the cheeky bastards. Um, Dan, I'll come to you this time. I know John hasn't asked a question there. Yeah. Um, J- IJP497, how do people come up with these names? Um Dan, too early to use an overall next week if you had set up for a budget buster this week. If I do overall, who are the teams to target? Uh, like, like we said, if if you feel like your team is in that bad a mess, then overhaul. I personally, I'm, I'm trying not to do it this, this time round. And the teams to target are just the teams that have two or three doubles. Or definitely the double in 32 and 36. Okay, um, last couple of questions I'll open up because these are not football related. These are my kind of questions. Um, I've lost it now. Oh, yeah. Um, Renarid, FPL Renarid 9, is put. <laughs> is Phil and Fish essential? <laughs> Ignore No, <them>. absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I've ranted there. When I was old, I've been 16, when I was at college, I worked at McDonald's part-time. Um, so obviously I saw how everything's cooked, and I ate a lot of McDonald's, I'm not going to lie. You know, when you're having nuggets, it'll be six for the customer, one for me, that kind of thing. <laughs> they fill it with fish, they like steam it, and like, um, steam it, and I'm like, I don't like fish as it is, but no, that's rank. And then the best question, 
this actually is probably better than John's last week, and it's from Chris Hermitage. He's put, you each invite your fellow pod hosts around for dinner. You can't order takeaway. Fuck. What do you make for them? Minimum two courses. So this is like the EFL. Come down with me. So two oh, courses. Are um, we having starters or desserts? Desserts, please. Yeah, I'm not that's a starter. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, I'm a dessert person, so. Angus, I'm going to start with you then. Your main oh, God. and um, your dessert. Probably should have done some research into this. I had a little bit of think about it earlier on. But... No, I, d- <laughs> I, d- I didn't look at the questions this time, so uh, you- you're catching me completely unprepared. Come on, what are you kidding <laughs> me? Come on. Um, what's easy? <laughs> I mean, I can cook, a... so that's the thing. Like, <laughs> Oh, I can't. Can you not, Dan? <laughs> I can, I can do bait, like I can do like a roast dinner or something. Yeah, like, and I'm, which, which I'm, you'd probably get to be honest. I'm alright. I can't. I'm not a fancy cook. Actually, I'll do. I'll do. Uh, I'll, I'll do chili, and I give you the choice of whether you want it like you know with rice or with like some some nachos or whatever. Like nachos. Um, yeah. What with chili? Yeah. <laughs> um and. I'll do uh, brownies and ice cream. Oh, yeah. I'll come for dessert. <laughs> you can keep your dinner, because that's rank. I don't like chilli. Horrible. But I'll definitely eat the dessert. That's a good dessert. Dan? Like I said, I'll probably just do a roast dinner. What, meat? Nice. Bit, bit of beef. Yeah, beef's the best. I, beef. I love yeah, chicken, but... Yeah, yeah. I can't be arsed with Sunday dinners. Like, we used to have them every week, and it's like, oh, God, not again. Like the man, and I have to do the dishes because obviously. We have oh, I done I done the dishes today. Oh my word! Yeah, my so little girl made cakes as well, so I had cakes and a roast dinner. <laughs> I took them in ages. Yeah, oh, I, I can't be dealing with that. Um, roast dinner, oh, it's all right, I suppose. If I, I'd have to not have one for a couple of weeks to enjoy it. Uh, what dessert are we having? Chocolate and banana cake with ice cream. Chocolate. I don't think I've ever had one. It's nice. It? Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll try that. I like that. Um, what you gain off me then? Mm, I've been. I've seen loads of good food things on TikTok. Um, that we tried. Tell you what, I do like. I love a pie. I really do love a pie. Um, yeah. A nice joint of beef in the slow cooker with onions, with a nice sauce in a pie. We had it the other week. Fantastic! Hope, it was. I hope it's with mash. No. 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 I. We normally have chips, but because I love roast potatoes, I've been having roast potatoes. Like we had really good roast potatoes. Um, no, a bit of roast potatoes and veg on the sides. Um, but I'll tell you what, I did have the other day. I know this is going off topic, and I don't want to keep it on too long. But um, it's really simple. But it was like um, just sausage, and then cooked in like an onion gravy with red wine. Just put like cook that in the frying pan and stuff. Put it into a tray and just top it with mashed potato like you would a cottage pie or shepherd's pie. Absolutely fantastic. I'd actually do that actually because it sounds shit and boring, but it's beautiful. Um, dessert. Angus has nicked mine really there. Um, I'd have eaten mess. I do love eating mess. Not too much uh, meringue because it's slightly annoying. Um, but shitloads of strawberries and I do like that or uh, like I was in Trafford Centre yesterday I had this 
milkshake I had was fantastic. It was five ninety five to the Robin bastards. That is scandalous, <laughs> but it was fantastic. Um, maybe do one of them. But yeah, that answers the questions. We should definitely do a food spin-off podcast because I'd really love it. Uh, ne- next international it. break, we'll do a like not totally non-football uh, podcast. We'll do a get to know us podcast. Something like ask us anything about. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I'll literally answer anything. I will. I'm not bothered. Oh yeah, uh, I'm up for that. So yeah, next international break, we are going to do a get to know us podcast, and we're and also. Food. Yes, we'll put food, food podcast. but we're also going to do, um, we're going to look back at our predictions for the oh, best yeah. assets from oh, each team, because we made some fucking shockers, but we also, we did well on a few, so that will be funny to just go back and listen. Um, right, let's wrap it up, let's have a, look at, a quick look at game week 31, we're just under an hour, so we've done really well, bear in mind that there was only four games, so we'd have probably been here for like two <laughs> hours. Um, game week 31, so... Midweek fixtures, Tuesday the 8th of February, six games, and Wednesday the 9th of February. Um, what I'll do is I'll ask you to predict a win and best asset to own from the game, and then at the end, best captain. So, yeah, Cardiff yep. to Brick. Yeah, I'll go Angus. Angus always goes first, Dan, and then I'll do mine. Keep it simple. Don't ask me score. Let's not do score predictions. Yeah. Cardiff so, win. Yeah. And go Smithies. Smithies, nice. Dan? Peterborough win Poku. Very interesting. Very interesting. I'm going to say if Peterborough at home, I may have gone a draw, but because of the way, I'm going to go Cardiff win. And Dre. Is it Drama or Dreamer? Drama. drama. I'm going to get drama based on I'm bringing him in this week. So. Um, I, I can't believe none of us said Jordan Hugel. I know it's shocking. And it's, uh, <laughs> we should know better, shouldn't we? <laughs> um, Coventry, Blackpool. Um, Coventry win. Yokeres. Yeah, that's the same. He's oh, back on form now, I think. Bast is a it's a full house then because I'm gonna go that. Yeah. Um it'll be rocking in the Rico. Um I'm only saying that because I've got a lot of new Coventry fans now, what well, friends, so keep them happy. Go on Coventry. Um Derby Hull. Ooh, interesting game. Um Hull win fours. <laughs> I like your thinking. A Hull win honeyman. Whole win honeymoon based on Iron Honeyman, and we all yeah, know. I'm about to say we've all just said that. <laughs> no, yeah, um, no, I do think whole win or maybe a draw. I can't see Derby um, winning it if I'm honest with you. Um, Fulham, Mill will be careful. Donny does listen. Fulham win. Yeah, Mitrovic. Yeah, standard. Done. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, I need to get him back in. Fulham win. <laughs> Mitrovic to score at least four yeah have a nice evening Donny um, Luton Barnsley Angus Luton win Bree Bree Dan Luton win Naismith 
you can't have Luton win because for the last week you've been saying this will be the game that Barnsley win. <laughs> uh, I've got to say Luton. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Luton and Naismith. One, I do own Naismith. Boxy, Bree. I just can't see Barnsley scoring. So I'm, I'm going to back a clean sheet for Luton there. Um, and then Stoke Swansea, which is down at 8 o'clock, but it is actually quarter to 8, but doesn't affect our deadline anyway. But Stoke Swansea. Draw and Christie. So you're back in a clean sheet or score draw because again a return yeah, it was it was basically just a nil nil. And uh, better not be Angus. I own Christie. You better not be. Um Dan. I'm gonna go Stoke and Is Powell back? Yeah, he started yeah. against Wigan. Nick Powell. And you get Stoke when comfortably. <laughs> Um, no, I generally do believe that on a Tuesday night, I can't. They'll they'll barely bring anyone. I'm going to say comfortable win, and my man Jacob Brown, he's in form. Um, I thought you were going to go, Mister Major. Hmm. Uh, yeah. We'll see. No, Jacob Brown is banging form. Last six and on the Wednesday, Bournemouth, Birmingham. Interesting one, this one. Um, I would have been much happier about saying Bournemouth until they went and lost. At home against Boreham Wood, uh, I'll say Bournemouth and Zamora. I had Bobby Zamora in my head, then I was like, "You probably confused me." That <laughs> uh, Dan draw Taylor. I'm going with Dan. That was mine. Taylor, good finish um, against Sheffield United. Yeah, actually a draw. Blackburn Forest Draw and Spence Dan I'm going to go Draw and I was going to say Giles Yeah Giles Giles He'll get an assist I'm going to go Forest And Best asset to earn For that game Um Brennan Johnson into yeah, it's got me Brennan. I got rid of. I, I just got rid of him though. So have I. <laughs> <laughs> it's more to do with the run um, that they're on really, but in this game, um, I just see Forest winning. But we'll see. Bristol City, Reading. Bristol City, Semenyo. Reading, Swift. Oh, it's Bristol City. Oh um, no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't think Reading will win. I think it'll be a draw, but sorry, Swift will Swift be. Will be yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. You'll like this one, Dan. Bristol City, Vyman. I, I can't. If Bristol City are away, I'd maybe see because uh, they struggle away. But I think at home, Reading is so poor at the moment. I can't look past that. Um, Preston, Huddersfield. Draw, Toffolo. I'm going to go Huddersfield. I'm going to go for Ward. I'm going to draw, but Ward. Like a 1-1, maybe. Something like that. QPR Middlesbrough. Back this in my boy here. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to go with a draw, but Willock. I'm going to go... Middlesbrough and... Spora. I knew you were going to say him then. Uh, I'm backing my boy Willock, um, backing QPR as well. Um, yeah, very comfortable, I think. I'm not saying that because I don't rate Middlesbrough, but I just have the as rating QPR. There's the some good, ga- good games this week, isn't there? Yeah, nobody's going to be watching Bristol City Reading, are they, unless you support them? <laughs> 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 there is some good games. Um, last one then, Sheffield United, West Brom. Sheffield United, Jaden Bogle. <laughs> I knew it, yeah. Are we going to give it to Full House? I'm going to go draw but Bogle. No, I'm going to go with Angus, Sheffield United, Bogle. Yeah. Um, I, I just think Bruce is just going to go back to basics, so I can see him just just getting it. Be quite be quite happy with a draw, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's nil-nil. I'm intrigued to see the lineup on Wednesday. Um, I want to know if they're going to go play four at the back or, or five at the back. Yeah, Because exactly. if they play four, then Townsend's not as good, I don't think. Neither of them are probably. Yeah, yeah. Townsend all furlong. Uh, Dick Addy is on both of them, so. Yeah, so am I. I'm praying for five <laughs> at the back on Wednesday. Uh, really high wing backs. That's what I'm praying for. Um, right, okay. Best captaincy pick. We'll give it to captaincy and vice cap- vice captain. No, we'll good captain first. I'll, I'll start off. Yeah, it's no brainer for me, Mitrovic, at home against Millwall. I won't be looking past Mitrovic. Yeah, I'll say I, Mitrovic. I, I like Vyman. I know people got burnt with him, but they, they got red in. Yeah, I see that. My, my initial reaction was like, what the fuck are you on about? But yeah, red in at home. I can't see goals there. So you're, you're saying Vyman, Captain Shout, me and Angus Mitrovic, vice captains. It's oh, a tough one, this one is, you know. I'm not saying I'd captain Vyman, I was just throwing him out as an option. Well, no, you've got you've got you've got Gav who you think the best captaincy option okay. is this week. I'm gonna say Vyman, just because <laughs> To be a day. <laughs> If you don't say Mitrovic is your vice captain pit, no, you cannot bring him in. No no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him as vice. Yeah, okay. So... I'll probably pick him as captain by the end. Although I am tempted with Bogle. Against that West Brom. I, I think it's too iffy with it being Bruce's first game. I, I just think he's just going to go back to basics. So I'm it could be like a clean sheet. Captain here, you know. I really am. No, I'll, I'll give you one. one. I'll give you one. So, I realise I've picked a lot of defenders for this week. He's, he's picking uh, Naismith or Bree here. I'm picking oh, yeah. James Bree. As a vice captain? Yeah. Yeah, Vernus. Can't against Barnsley, Barnsley. Gets bonus, bonus. 2-0 two, two 10 minutes Barnsley yeah. Yeah. Bonus, bonus, attacking return bonus clean sheet oh, fuck knows who I'm, who I'm actually going to pick myself from my own team because I can't even pick one from the whole set of games um, so when I've got picked from my own team where I haven't got half the players um, Jordan Hugo no, I'm going to have to just go Chris Willock because I can't pick and that's who I'm probably going to end up having myself 
Um, I know other people might not go there because it's a tough fixture on paper at home, but Middlesbrough making that trip down to London on a Wednesday night. I don't fancy myself. Um, but this is why I probably didn't win any of my bets on a weekend because I always pick teams who were at home against a team from miles away because I always have this impression like, you do know they stay overnight. Yeah, but they've still got travel, haven't they? Like, they're still tired from traveling. Yeah, they stuff. travel the day. They stay over and they yeah, wake they, up. You, you know they don't drive. Like, yeah, they don't have to do they, don't, they don't take many fans up there. So, it's like Swansea <laughs> coming to Stoke. They never bring any, which I don't blame them. It's miles away. But, yeah, it's just the whole idea. So, this is probably should listen to you now when I might start winning some money on a weekend. Um, yeah, I'm going to get work. Uh, that concludes the pod, then. We've done an hour and ten minutes. Quite proud of us. I think uh, some good discussion points. What is the plan? Because obviously we've got midweek and then so game week thirty-two starts on what date? Saturday. Is it? Yeah, I'm guessing there's no Friday game, is there? Uh, should probably get this up before we start recording, so I know. It is the 12th, whatever date, that's a Saturday, yeah, so yeah. Um, Huddersfield, Sheffield United, the other kick-off, so it kicks us off. So we'll probably be back, oh, it's a double game week, it's hard to manage the times, we'll just be back when we can, be. it's hard to give an exact date because it's obviously games still have to play, um, yeah, so we'll be back, but good luck for game week 31, have I missed anything? Not that I can think of, but... No, I did give an update finally on the Gaffer Super League and the Cash League um, after not doing ages. Angus, the cup does start, so do you want to give the listeners the rules of that? Like, they've got some yes, deadline. so uh, I, I will be working out probably tomorrow what format it's going to take. I'll also be sending out a league code on Monday... Um, for everyone to join because I realised that I'm up near 100 people and if I'm having to try and find almost 100 people's scores on the site, it the cup won't go very well. So, uh, <laughs> um, so it will be running from then. It's, I will confirm the format um, once I sort of see how many people are in it. Um, I like the, all the surprise, Angus. I know we did discuss it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, we never agreed on the prize or anything, but now yeah. Angus has put us in it. We've got to give a prize out, so we will. Yeah, we've, com- we've committed to a prize, a not, prize to be confirmed. You're not having anything expensive, but we will I, try I to reckon, make it decent. I reckon it should be have a game with Jamie at Stoke. Well, Angus will tell you what a lovely experience that is. He's been yeah. <laughs> in the away end at Kenilworth yeah. Road with me. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll we'll, we'll confirm the prize, but yeah, there'll be a cup competition running. Um, the deadline to join is the game week thirty-one deadline. I will do the draw um, once the deadline has gone, um, and the first game week that will count towards it is game week thirty-one. Yes, yeah, so you've had your warning, so don't be that dick who messages Angus after the deadline saying, "Is it too late to join now?" Because um, <laughs> you, you will get a simple answer, yes. <laughs> yeah, quite a notice. But yeah, that wraps us up then. Um, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure. Um, do your thing on social media, like, retweet, or something, or whatever you do. Just it'll help us out, get more listeners, and all that kind of stuff. Um, thanks for joining us, and see you next time. Bye. Bye.